0: Back to the Brain Necessities podcast. I'm so glad you're here today, whether it's your first time or you've listened since we started. I am super excited you're here and I'm really excited about the topic that we are discussing today. We're talking about niches. I'm so excited about this topic because it's so foundational and so important. If you don't get this right, then you really can't do anything else effectively in your brand. So if you are listening to this and you are one of those people that always wants to know, is this truly important? Is this really something I should be focusing on? That is the purpose of the brand necessities podcast is to show you the very important foundational and necessary things and steps and actions that you should be focusing on and taking in your brand to actually build an effective and powerful brand not all of this things you could do or things you possibly should do, but the really foundational, important stuff, each episode can give you actionable things to do and work on, and you can know that you're moving the needle forward every single day. Before we get started, I wanna invite you to leave a five-star review for the podcast. It's really helpful for me, it's really helpful for the brand, and it also helps other business owners find this podcast and find clarity and build their brand confidently. So if you enjoy this episode, I wanna invite you to leave that five-star review and I will be shouting out five-star reviews in the coming episodes. So if you do that, you might hear your shout out on the podcast. Okay guys, let's jump into uncovering your niche. Now, okay, Here's a little side note. I say niche. It is also pronounced niche. You know, niche is a lot easier to say. It's just a little less effort. So we're going to go with niche. Hopefully that doesn't bother you. Either way, regardless, it's super important. So you probably fall either into one of few categories. You either definitely know your niche. Maybe you're just listening to this to make sure that you do know it, which applies to you. That's awesome. Just to clarify and make sure, okay, I know It, but let me listen to this to make sure I know it. Um, So, if that is you, I want to applaud you. And then you could be where you like think you know your niche, but you're not exactly sure. Maybe you're a little confused on some of the details, you aren't clarified in some areas. And so, you're also listening to this. Or you fall in a category of, I have no idea what my niche is. I don't even know where to start. I get overwhelmed every time I try. I feel blocked. I feel like I can't do this. And if that is you, I want to encourage you that you're definitely in the right place because we're going to talk about some blocks that will get in the way of you trying to uncover your niche. They are super common, but they are blocks. It's not anything wrong with you. It's just something you have to push through. Let's first talk about what is a niche. You might know this but let's just make sure that we understand what a niche is because there's all kinds of industry jargon that I always want to make sure that we're clear on what we're talking about and so that you know exactly where we're focusing on. So a niche is a focused and targeted group of people that you serve particularly well. So you might serve other people in other ways or you might inspire other people outside of your niche, but this is a focused and targeted group of people that you are committed to serving well, who are your people, you create offers for them that are solving specific problems they are having. So an example of a niche would be a personal trainer that helps athletes train for an Ironman, or a wedding planner that specializes in bohemian weddings on the beach, or a graphic designer for tech startups. These are all examples of niches, they're really niched down. Maybe you've heard that term before and don't know exactly what that means. Niched down just means that you've focused and focused and focused to a smaller and smaller and smaller group of people so that you are truly a specialist to that group of people. And this can feel really uncomfortable. We're going to talk about this in a minute, because you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm making this group of people that I serve smaller and smaller and smaller. So I'm losing out on sales. Not enough people are going to be interested. And most of the time, that's so not true. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So that should be your goal for your niche is to be the specialist, the go-to, the person that people think of when they think of the people that you serve. They think of you. So why is this important for you to focus on and put time into instead of jumping to creating an offer or jumping to making your website or whatever it is if you're just starting out. It's so easy to to skip these foundational things and that is really why I created this podcast is so that you can have these foundational pieces that most people want to jump over but they make the creating the offer, they make the creating content and the website and everything else that kind of comes after the foundation, it makes it so much easier and 10,000 times more effective. You've probably heard it's important to know what your niche is and that you should be known for something, but we do this because it makes our job so much easier when we're selling an offer or a product. If you're trying to sell to the entire world, you're just throwing out bait to an entire ocean and there's so much distraction and there's so many things going on and no one's gonna listen because you're so generalized in who you're talking to. When you are selling and speaking to a Very specific group of people, and you're very explicit that that is who you're talking to and who you serve. You don't have to do much selling, especially if you have an offer that is absolutely irresistible, which is not what we're talking about today. But if you're selling a correct offer to the right group of people, then it's basically a no brainer. You don't even have to sell. So if you're a person who doesn't like sales, this is where you focus. You want to get this so crystal clear because. Again, you really don't have to do much selling when you have so much clarity on your niche and you create offers for them that they absolutely need. If you've done the work of understanding your niche, understanding their problems and needs and desires, and then create solutions based off this information, it's really just the next natural step for them to buy. If say they have followed you on social media and then they've got to know who you are, they've got to know more about what it is you offer and they are your niche and this is an actual problem that they have that you're solving then it's literally a natural next step for them to buy. So you don't have to convince or feel sleazy because you're offering something to this particular group of people that will actually benefit them. So maybe you've tried to define your niche or narrow it down before and just ended up confused or unsure or overwhelmed and just decided, okay, look, I'm just going to sell to everybody. Maybe you've picked a niche and you haven't seen success there. Let's talk about a few blocks that might be getting in the way of you successfully niching down. So niche block number one is that you aren't getting uncomfortable. Yes, uncomfortable. I want you to notice any uncomfortability you might be having while we're talking about niching down, like literally notice as we're talking about niching down and getting a smaller and smaller and smaller group of people, how you're feeling. Sometimes we can think that when we niche down that we're missing out on sales to people who are not in our niche, and this is just not true. When people come across you online, you want them to know very quickly if you are for them or not, because otherwise they're just gonna click away anyways. Even when we niche down, we still attract people who aren't necessarily in our niche. Maybe it's somebody who wants to be in that net niche, who wants to be a part of that group of people, but they aren't yet. So they're outliers. So you're not just going to attract these people in this niche. You definitely have outliers. I want to challenge you to that, at least for this, the entirety of this podcast. Let go of this fear, have an open mind, and challenge yourself of actually how niched down that you can get. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you're in the right spot. So lean into it, embrace it, and know that that is a part of the process. Okay, so niche block number two is that you might feel that if you choose a niche, that you're stuck in a box, that you're stuck here forever, that you can't change, that you're going to be stuck with this group, or what if it doesn't work? What if you know this really isn't the group of people that I want to work with, or they really don't need this offer I really want to create? So you're worried that you're going to be stuck in a box for the rest of your life serving this niche. And that's also not true. Like literally look around you, look at all the successful people you know, all the successful business owners that you know, and how often and how much they pivot. And some people even have several niches that they serve under their one business. So so do not feel like you're stuck in a box because you never are. You can always pivot Okay, niche block number three is you could be confused on if you should be choosing a niche for your brand or a niche for your offer. And this is literally gonna depend on where you're at in the process of your business. So if you've been a business, if you've done the work of actually clarifying your brand's niche, then you will also do this somewhat of this process for each offer that you're creating, especially if you're creating offers for different niches or different sub-niches. And so if you are confused on what maybe you're niching So for example, I help entrepreneurs define and grow their brand, but I could have different offers for entrepreneurs at different stages. So when they don't even know what they want to create a business out of or maybe they're within their first year or for more advanced entrepreneurs that that have been in business for, you know, X amount of years or whatever, I could create different offers for each sub niche, but I have an overarching niche. So if you don't have this overarching niche, if you don't have 100% clarity on that, start there and then you can go through this process for each offer that you're creating. Okay, so hopefully you discovered if you were struggling with any of those blocks and hopefully that helped you to feel understood and see maybe why you've been blocked in the past. If you've tried to niche down and just ended up overwhelmed and not really clarifying, hopefully that helped you to figure out maybe what's going on. And I just want to encourage you to not get overwhelmed here and to lean into the the uncomfortability you might be feeling. Okay. So step number one, we're going to define who you help specifically. So who are they? What age are they? Their gender? Do they identify as a certain part of a group? So are they parents or are they hikers or are they runners or bakers or DIYers, gamers, free spirits? Literally, if they identify as a group of people, what is it they identify as narrow this down and get this really clear. The goal here is we want people to come across you and your brand and what you offer and feel like you've created it exactly for them because you are calling them out or you're describing them. If they don't feel this way, then they're not your target audience. People want to feel special and so we create offers for specific people and that's when you have an irresistible brand that people are just flocking to is because you've created a brand for a specific group of people. They feel special to be a part of that. When they come across your brand and your offers, they'll buy without thinking because it feels like it was made specifically and specially for them and with them in mind. So you might be asking, how specific should you get here? And a good rule of thumb is the more saturated of a market that you're in, the more specific you should get. So if you're in the weight loss market, which can feel incredibly saturated, get so specific on the type of person that you serve and you will stand out to this group of people, to this very specific niche And they are not going to go with someone else who's more general, who generally helps people lose weight. They will come to you. You specialize in them. So why would they go to someone else? I do want to remind you, you don't have to get specific here. You don't have to. You don't have to do what I'm suggesting. Like it's your business. You can do what you want, but it's going to make your path much easier like so much easier and more enjoyable because you're serving who you actually want to serve. It's going to be a no-brainer for your people when they come across you because they're like, hey, this is literally made for me. Like I have to do this because this is so for me. I want to put a side note here that as you're specifying who you're serving, that you don't make up words or titles or groups that they would not identify as. So I see a lot of the times on social media, I'll click on someone's bio and it's like, I help enlightened dreamers to, I don't even know, but it's like, how do I know if I'm an enlightened dreamer? Is there like, is that a secret society? Like, do I, would I just know? <laughs> I just do not create names that overcomplicated names and groups of people that people don't identify with and they're not going to immediately know. Okay. Yeah, that's me. That's totally me. Keep it simple and so obvious when they come across you that they fall in that category and they don't have to stop and think and analyze is this me? Because they're not going to. You have 2.7 seconds so when someone clicks on your social media or on your website to capture their attention. And you're going to do that by calling out that group of people or explaining that you help this group of people. And if you've overcomplicated that step, they're just going to leave. They're not going to sit there and contemplate if they're a part of that group. The next step in defining your niche is determining what specific problem you solve. So let's define what a problem is. A problem Is just a gap between where your target customer currently is and where they want to be. So there's two things here that we're defining the exact problem they have and the exact results or transformation that you bring. So you want to get really clear on both of these. What is the problem that they are struggling with in their daily life that you can help solve? What does it feel like to them externally? what 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 does it look like in their day like describe that if you were watching them or if you had a camera and you were recording them what would that look like and then what are their internal problems that they're struggling with what are they thinking what are they feeling what are the emotions they're having the doubts the insecurities the fears get super specific here and then additionally the same thing the transformation that you bring the results that they want What externally would their life look like with this transformation? What would they then think, feel? What fears would they overcome? What insecurities would be gone? You want to be able to describe the problem that they're having the way they describe it. As well as the transformation that they want, the way that they want it. You have to paint that picture clear for them, so clear, because if they're thinking this transformation is not possible for me, maybe they come across your brand when they just truly feel defeated as if it's not possible for them, but you're painting a clear picture for them that, hey, what I offer gives this, then it helps them to see and believe that it's possible. You're believing for them before they can believe for themselves, which is what I do with my clients. I believe for my clients before they can fully believe for themselves what is possible for them and for their business. I wanna challenge you in this step to not come up with this problem and this transformation on your own. Maybe you can jot down some stuff now that you do think is the problem and that you do think the transformation is is that they want. But I wanna encourage you to think of three to five people that fall into this niche that you could have a quick little interview with. And I mean it can be so simple as, hey, can I just send you a few questions and you answer them. And then I wanna encourage you, I always encourage my clients to, to have these conversations and either record them or again, if it's like in a message or an email, so where you can have their word for word response because this is gonna be so vital for your messaging later on. You want to describe it basically the same way they do, straight from the horse's mouth, as I should say, because that's gonna be the most effective marketing. It's the most emotionally in tune. And so you want to capture those in the way that they are said. And then you want to use those in your messaging to catch the attention of and relate to those people. That is a huge pro tip that you don't want to miss. So jot down three to five people you think you can message and that you could ask, hey, can I ask you a few questions just to get deeper on what their problem is in this area and also the transformation that they really want. Okay, so step three is we want to clarify how you help them specifically. This is kind of simple. This step is simple, but it sometimes is really hard for some people. So this step is just an explanation of what you do. Keep it as simple as possible. It should not even be a full sentence. It should be a short little statement of just a few words. For example, I help women over 40... Achieve the health they've always wanted. That's the who and the what. Now this next part is the how. Through easy to implement workout plans. That wasn't even a full sentence. That was like half a sentence. So I want you to simplify what it is you do down to three to four words if possible. And I know that can be so hard. We can get so sucked into, oh, but I do so much more than that. I help with so much more than that but it's really important that we can simplify this down. There's more opportunities to explain what we do in a short form than there is a long form. You might get the opportunity on a podcast to explain and, you know, for a minute what it is that you do and be able to go a little deeper or on your about page or whatever on your website, on your bio, on your Instagram, you get 150 characters. So you have to learn how to say what it is you do. And the most obvious thing that would catch your niche's attention you've got to learn how to simplify it down into three to four words another example would be i help parents of toddlers find joy in parenting again that's again the who and the what through play-based therapy and coaching so that would be for a play therapist again simplify 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 find a way to explain how you help in one statement not even in one sentence in one statement there will be other times to get in more detail and yes you will definitely want to learn how to explain it in a longer form You'll get opportunities to do that, but here at the beginning, it's actually sometimes harder to explain in shorter form. So go ahead and figure that out. Next step is why should they choose you over any other options or competition? In this step, you're gonna highlight your unique approach in comparison to other alternatives, direct or indirect. So a direct alternative, I always go back to health, And fitness because it's just so easy for some reason. But say you are a health coach and you are speaking to your unique approach. An indirect competitor is a gym, is them going to a gym and taking some classes with a non-tailored approach. A direct competitor would be another health coach or a personal trainer. Be aware of your indirect and your direct competitors because you want to be able to show why your approach is unique compared to those. So what is your unique approach? Do you have a framework, a method, a process, a system, or formula, or a particular past experience that sets you apart from other people? This is where you want to highlight that in just a few words. This is where you talk about how you help them achieve the results, that transformation they're looking for easier, faster, more effectively, with less resistance. This is how you do this. So once you've figured out these four steps, then you're going to compile this all into some form of a value statement. It's a statement that you can have to put on your website, to put on your social media bios, to put in a lot of different places, or to use when you only have a few seconds to explain what it is you do. And it's really empowering to have because you know with clarity who it is you're serving. This work isn't just to have this statement. Uncovering your niche is a building block of your brand's DNA. I always talk about your brand's DNA, which is the foundation of your brand. It's the part that a lot of people skip over or just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is my niche and move on. Let me create the offer. Let me go build my website. Let me do all this stuff. But they skip over the actual clarifying of this so that when they're creating those things, when they jump to create those things, they're like, oh, wait, why, how, what am I, who am I serving? What's the, what is the problem? That's why a lot of people struggle with their messaging. That is like the number one thing I help my clients with is messaging, 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 because they don't know. And it's not their fault. A lot of people do this. A lot of people think, oh, if I can just say this is my niche, then I know my niche and that's not true. Really finding your niche is going through these four steps and clarifying them down so, so well so that you know this person pretty much as well as you know yourself. It's really important and it's gonna be a vital ingredient and a vital step to creating really strong brand messaging and offers that this niche truly needs and wants. I wanna encourage you that if you are taking the time to build this foundation of your brand, I wanna encourage you because not everyone does this and you're doing this the right way. Even if you don't know all the steps, all the details, if you don't know what offer you're creating yet, you're holding back and you're doing the deep work, you're doing the foundational work and a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people jump ahead and then they get tripped up. And then sometimes they quit because they are confused and they're overwhelmed. You're doing this in the correct way. You're uncovering this foundation. If you, maybe you already jumped ahead, maybe you did that and then now you're having to go back. Maybe you launched your offer and you didn't get anything or it was crickets. And that is because you didn't fine tune your brand's DNA. So if that's you, I wanna encourage you that you're doing the right thing. You're here, you're doing the work now and that is what this podcast is all about it's creating this strong foundation for your brand this is what strong and powerful and successful brands do they do this deep work first so that they can build up from there because otherwise it just crumbles. If you're building your brand on an uneven and a shaky foundation, it's going to fall. So if you are here and you're doing this work and you're taking the time, I want to encourage you because you're doing what a lot of people don't do and won't do. And so that's definitely giving you an advantage. If this is something that you are ready to really get serious about and to fully build out the foundation of your brand, I wanna invite you to join the waitlist for my program, Build Out Your Brand. It is launching on Black Friday, so if you jump on the waitlist, you'll be the first to be notified it is a group coaching experience, a small group coaching experience. There are limited spots. That is not me just creating scarcity here. It There are limited spots because I love group coaching, but I also want to keep it intimate. You will get direct access to me as well as get to be in a community with other like-minded women that are doing the exact same thing you are and really getting serious about their brand. They're committed to building authority in their industries, and so you will Learn so much and be inspired by them. And we all get to work together and it's going to be amazing. So I want to invite you to hop on that waitlist so that you can get notified on Black Friday when it launches and you can join us too. To join the waitlist, click the link in the show notes or go to lindsayhobby.com forward slash BYB. Okay, guys, I want to know if this was helpful for you. Screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories. I am at Hobby on Instagram. Instagram is like where I live. So come follow me if you don't and come say hello because again, I live there. I'm always there. So (laughs) I put out quite a bit of content on there as well that is helpful for building your brand. So make sure you come follow me there so you don't miss out on any of that. All right, Dreamer, I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you again on the next episode. Bye.